here's the big question. You're interested in value investing and valuing and evaluating businesses on a deep level, but you don't know how even after researching for hours, probably dozens of hours, hundreds of hours on the internet and because nobody else shows you how to do it. This podcast has all those answers and much more about value investing and finance. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing in Your Car. Hey, Jason here. In this video or episode of Value Investing in Your Car, I want to talk about the three times you need to sell your stock. Uh, when I first started investing, actually, let me back up completely. Pretty much everybody thinks about when to buy a stock, when to buy an investment, when, 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 and how, and what kind of investment to buy. Very few people think about when to sell. Um, and I learned this the hard way that selling, thinking about when to sell is important years ago when I was in fully invested, 100% of my portfolio was invested. And I came across this opportunity that was pretty much guaranteed to go through. Some kind of special situation that the that the company insiders and executives had already gotten approval for from shareholders um, so it was, it was going to go through it was in a short time period I think 30 to 60 days 30 to 90 days it was going to boost the stock price by 30% because the company if I remember correctly was going to get bought out at a 30% premium so because I was fully invested and I didn't have my selling criteria I didn't have any selling criteria frankly then I sold whenever I wanted to, whenever I felt like it, whenever I, I didn't, again, I didn't have any selling criteria. After that opportunity happened, or after I found that opportunity, the 30% premium happened. I missed out on it because I was fully invested. And I shouldn't have been inve fully invested because I should have sold some of the investments that I was in. Um, so that made me, kind of forced me to realize that I needed to build some selling criteria. And those selling criteria that I still, that I developed probably four or five years ago, I still use to this day. And there's only three and sometimes four situations where I uh, sell a stock. They are. If I realize after I bought a stock that I made a mistake with um, some kind of news that came out in a new quarterly, new annual report, new news, whatever. If I made a mistake and I realize it after I bought it, I sell. Two, if management starts doing stupid stuff after I buy the stock, I won't buy any investment situation, whatever, unless I am confident in managers and they're doing a good job. But having said that, people are people and they may on occasion do stupid stuff. Um, so if they start doing stupid stuff after I buy, stuff I don't like, like um, uh, using shareholders money to pay for security for the executives, um, misallocating capital in any way is pretty much the number one red flag uh, for me. Uh, those are big enough red flags and because that's my rule number one is if I can't trust management, I don't invest in any situation no matter what. That's an automatic if I if management starts doing stupid stuff and I can't trust them with shareholder money, my money, then I sell. Three. The third time I sell is if 
I find something better. It's as simple as that. If I find a better investment than whatever's in my portfolio or whatever is kind of at the bottom of my portfolio, if I find something better, I sell to buy that better company. Um, it's as simple as that. Might be better margins, might be better opportunity, might be more undervalued, might have more competitive advantages, whatever the case may be. So those are the three main ones. These are when I sell still to this day and I developed this four or five years ago. There's a fourth that doesn't happen very often, but it has happened to me in the past. If after I buy, the company shoots up a lot, uh, no news, no earnings news, no operating income, no free cash flow improvements, no strategic reviews, no news of potential special situations or mergers or getting bought out. If, if, they're, if the company shoots up a lot in a short time period and they there is no news on what's going on and they go above what my kind of fair value estimate is, I sell. Um, other than that, I literally, in the portfolios I manage, I haven't sold a stock in three to five years. I don't remember the last stock I sold, to be honest with you, as I'm sitting here off the top of my head. Several of the companies I've owned stock in have been bought out, have merged, have gone private, uh, these kind of things, but just in terms of pure selling, I can't remember the last stock I sold after I've come up with these criteria because I generally look for great businesses, um, cap situations. I'm, I'm thinking about selling a couple cap situations I'm in, but most of my portfolio is, is, in, is in the typical great businesses, has healthy balance sheet, produces a lot of cash flow, kind of warm buffet companies that you want to hold forever. Um, I do have some of my portfolio in NCAP situations, I may sell those at some point because those have gone up a lot, but the underlying value of the company has also gone up. So that's also, also something you need to be aware of. If the underlying value of the company has gone up, you need to readjust your valuation because if the company's earning more operating profit, producing more free cash flow, has a healthier balance sheet after they sold off debt, um, has a healthier balance sheet because they're producing more free cash flow, they're worth more. Um, so you have to adjust your valuation up or down based on that criteria as well. Uh, but again, if a company shoots up a long time and there's none of that kind of news, I sell. And it, oh, and it goes above my fair value estimate. Um, I sell. Or my intrinsic value estimate, I guess. I sell. Um, those are the three times I sell. And the fourth, I, again, has only happened a couple times. Those are the only times I sell. People ask me all the time, When's the last, or what, when do you sell? When do you sell, when do you sell? It's an important question, but you have to figure out your own criteria, to be honest. Um, I hope these three or four help. You kind of come up with your own criteria because frankly, this is super something super important that hardly anybody talks about. Everybody talks about when to buy. Nobody talks about when to sell. Um, and it's a very common question that I get, which is why I wanted to talk about it in this uh, Value Investing in a Car episode series. Um, When, so, and this is probably for a different conversation, but, and the, yeah, it is for a different conversation. So I'm not, I was gonna talk about when, when do I buy and how often do I buy and those kind of things, but that's a different conversation. So I'll stick to the selling part here. Um, but th that's it. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's, 
the hardest part is sticking to it and being disciplined like anything in investing it's simple but not easy um, you have to have the discipline the mindset the processes the systems in place to keep you from doing these kind of things to keep your emotions out of check and this is another reason I created the, these processes because to keep my emotions out of check I don't want to wake up one day and be just because I'm a bad mood I want to sell something I don't want to do that I want to have specific reasons why I'm selling non-emotional reasons um, it, and big part probably I would say probably 80 to 90% of investing, of being a great investor, is taking emotion out of things uh, and keeping your emotions under control. So I hope these four things helped you kind of come up with your process because, again, most people don't even talk about selling whatsoever. They talk about when to buy, what to buy, how to buy it. They never talk about when to sell. So I hope these helped you kind of think about your own criteria. Um, and you may come up with a different list. If you do, let me know. I'd love to hear it in the comments below. I'm always tweaking my own systems and processes. Um, so if you have something in mind, let me know in the comments below and I may incorporate it in my thinking. Um, but if I missed anything that you think I should have talked about or I missed something in terms of my kind of thought processes and thinking, let me know in the comments below. Uh, make sure to check out our other videos in this series where we talk about the three most useful um, investing metrics, the three most or the four most used list investing metrics, book reviews, mental models, all these kind of things. Uh, make sure to check out our other series on case studies, value investing case studies and investing case studies, uh, free training videos, uh, my thoughts on things like retirement plans and being scams, crypto, why I don't invest in gold and silver, those kind of things um, are in that series. If you like this video, make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and to hit the bell so you're notified anytime we release a new video. Um, releasing new videos almost every day. And up to, as of this recording, we're up to about 350 videos or so on our YouTube channel. A lot of those are behind, um, kind of locked down because of they're in our courses, but there's still over well over 100 videos as of this recording that are public um, that you can watch and learn from. And um, I hope you got some value of this. Again, make sure to let me know your thoughts in the comments below, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye.